This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Well, where the hell have I been, huh? I know, yes, I was gone for a week. And I want to thank everyone who reached out to check in to make sure I was okay. Thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, it's true what they say. If you don't deal with your problems, they will eventually just smack you in the face and say, um, that's cute. I think that was cute. You tried to do that, but I'm here. Deal with it. And I had been doing a lot of compartmentalizing, which wait, hold on real quick detour. I think someone who left me a review doesn't know what compartmentalizing means. Um, because I guess I'd said something in an episode about how um, if I know someone's political beliefs don't align with mine, I just compartmentalize when I watch this show. They left a review that was, well, I don't agree with your political opinion, so I guess I'll just compartmentalize you. And they put compartmentalize in quotes. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's which I guess, yeah. That's like, <laughs> I don't think they, I think they think it means something really bad. It's not great. Compartmentalizing isn't wonderful, but it's a fantastic strategy if you just don't have the time. But it will catch up to you. And eventually your brain is like, can you just deal already? All right? And the thing about this pod that's so great but also bad is it's so much work. And it occupies my mind 24-7. And when there's something else that needs to be getting in there and dealt with and focused on, eventually that thing is like, shut it down. So shutting it down was incredibly helpful for that period of time. So I'm refreshed. I'm back. I'm ready to go. I'm so sorry that Kendrick cannot join me though, because it's Kendrick's birthday today. September 5th is Kendrick's birthday. So if you haven't wished him a happy birthday, go do that. Uh, and I gave him, I gave him the week off. Plus I was going to talk forever because I wanted to talk about last week's episodes and this week's episodes. And like, you know, let's not keep him, let's not hold him hostage for all that. But anyway, content time. Let's roll this intro and get to the episodes. Here at She Speaks Bravo, we believe that Bravo TV is a great form of self-care and therapy. I mean, look at me. I've been using it for over a decade and I'm a complete mess. What is this, honey? I love that. I'm Emily. Every week I recap the latest episodes of your favorite Bravo shows, from Housewives to the Underpump Rules. We need to get more cosmopolitan. So if you're not already subscribed, get subscribed and hit that notification bell so you never miss an episode. What I'm going to do today is I'm going to go through the Atlanta finale, then I'm going to do that speak on it with Courtney, and then I will go into the reunion. And if you don't want to be a part of that, don't you worry. I will put timestamps in the description so you can skip to whatever you want. Roni, let's see how long I record for. I may end up having too much to say and just do Roni as another episode. Um, but regardless, if I do Roni, 
I will put the timestamps in there so that you can skip around to your heart's content. Okay? Let's talk about this finale. Okay? Mainly, let's just mainly touch on the, like, after they wrap and after the divorce and all that stuff. Like, when they do, which I like, I like this thing that they're doing when they do come back, like, from whatever to cover I like that they're showing so much of the production side of it, like the making of. I love that they add that. It, it really does something to the watch, to the viewing experience, you know? It makes you feel like it's, oh, it's just raw and we're getting like a sneak peek into something that maybe we shouldn't. So I like that tactic. I think they did that on, um, did they do it on Vanderpump? Was that the vibe? Was it? Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, maybe it wasn't. Why did it feel like that? I don't know. Okay, so it's like it wraps filming on January 28th, and then it's after Drew filed for divorce. Marlo FaceTimes Sheree and does this whole, the streets are saying she's seeing Ty. But after hearing how Drew talked about it and how she thinks that this all stemmed from Ralph, this Ty rumor, I'm starting to think that the streets Marlo is talking about is just uh, Courtney and Ralph. You know, that's I know that it's more salacious and fun to be like, oh, no, Drew's definitely seeing Ty. I'm at that point with this rumor where I'm like, OK, well, if she's this adamant in denying it, then be a friend and stop, guys. Be a friend. If there's a there may be a reason at this point why she does not want to admit there was kissing with LaToya. That might be what's going on. There might be like a reason in terms of this divorce is about to get fucking ugly. And if I admit to that, something could happen with the divorce. I'm not sure what what they're doing, you know. And I know at that point, technically they weren't divorced, but at this point they are. And at this point, I kind of think Candy, if she is truly a friend, like Kenya's doing, she'd be like, I don't know. Like, if she says it's not happening, it's not happening. But I get it. Drew's track record is so bad that you're like, I don't even want to fucking help her out, okay? I don't even want to because she's always lying and her stories are inconsistent. But if you think about the stories and how inconsistent they are, they're usually somehow protecting Ralph. And that happens a lot in dysfunctional fucked up relationships. It's like you're covering for the person and then you end up getting kind of weird when uh, when when more questions come at you. And so you got kind of getting defensive and shitty and sort of doing what they do to you. You know what I mean? So I I can see that her years with Ralph have been taxing and that's more what I'm seeing with her lying is that she's very practiced and rehearsed in, in covering up almost all of her lies have to do with Ralph. Uh, and now this tie thing, I don't know what these texts are. I don't know if they're real. Um, but if she is covering this relationship up, there's a reason I think like she's not ready to be out. Isn't her mom a, Oh, no, she's a therapist. Is her mom a preacher? Wait, what's her mom do? No, she's a therapist, right? Yeah. So I don't know. I don't, it, it just feels from Candy very like dog with a bone 
as opposed to just maybe checking in and being like, uh, okay, she is divorcing Ralph. And I, I also don't like that Ralph is so close with Todd and so close with all the husbands. And it feels like they're siding with Ralph because when he comes over, he's, you know, he's smooth talking him and, and letting him know all this shit that Drew really does. I can't tell you what Drew could have done that would have warranted the way he treats her on camera. I genuinely don't know what it could have been. He, that man has been awful to her on camera. There are the montages and comp compilations we could put together. So I get that it's where we're heading with this, with the way the story's being told. Like Drew's this big liar, what's she covering up? But I'm not going to feed into that because I'm not going to be team Ralph. Okay. No, thank you. Gross. I can still think that maybe she's lying, but it feels more like the lying feels more like on beha on behalf of her shitty relationship that she's been covering up, like a reactive kind of lying. You know, I lied all the damn time with my ex because I was embarrassed by him. And then you get practiced at it. You get really practiced at bending the truth, even for yourself, kind of. Drew's so deep into a denial hole. I don't know how they're going to get her out. Her tactics are infuriating. Don't get me wrong. Like, she drives me crazy too. But I'm just not able to jump on the like, fuck Drew bandwagon. Not right now. Not with Ralph being the biggest jerk, asshole, narcissist. He scared Dr. Ken. He scared him. Dr. Ken's face was like, oh, um... I think he's a sociopathic nar narcissist. Like, I think we're at another level. And he's like, I, he says it to both of them, but he's like, maybe think, do I even want to be with someone like that? And I think he was looking at Drew like, okay, we're not going to, this is bad. This is really, like, Drew, what made me so sad in that, in that scene, in the therapy scene, was Drew showing Ralph proof that she wasn't lying. She's like, the kids are asking. And he goes, that's not true. And she's like, here is the proof. And he doesn't even really look at it. He goes, that's all in the way Drew explains it. Well, you said it wasn't true the kids were noticing. And now it's Drew's fault that she's not covering up for you. It's her fault that she's not explaining things the way you want her to explain things that makes you look good. Do you see what I'm saying here? Pattern, pretty shitty. From Ralph. And it's kind of obvious to me, but whatever. I'm going to keep going. Because other parts of this, like after filming whatever thing that, that caught my attention, was Moneta jumping in and being like, yeah, Drew called Ty or her new crush. Everyone's getting too happy to be this messy about it at this point. I don't like, I don't want to keep doing that. I don't want to keep like what, what like now she can't have made a joke and even if maybe ty is her new crush that doesn't mean she's having an affair with her and maybe maybe she is but ralph's fucking checked out and already cheated on her so many times i'm sure so i don't it just it's starting to feel real like kind of homophobic but i don't want to go there all the way kind of just a little just light homophobia just touch because anytime there's like gay accusations, it's kind of like, all right, like, be careful. 
but not not all the way. I'm not going to be dramatic about it. But what it really is is very like women bashing <laughs> in this point. Okay. Anyway, I'm just going to keep going because then I there's um the way <laughs> Candy brings this up the way the way Drew talks about how she met Ty is she has she's like I met her on the the pass the set of the pass kind of like it's like see Candy again Candy planted <laughs> Ty. So I get it. Drew's infuriating because she's absolutely acting like Candy is lying and throwing her friend under the bus only to be like, are we cool? Couldn't believe that happened at the reunion. Uh, but so she she does. She's kind of like, I met her at, on the pass. Another another dungeon of candies. So, okay. But um, they show Drew coming in to get her hair and to like hair and makeup. And then you see that Sheree has also wrapped her probably like the final confessional of the season that they had to do. And I didn't realize they go to the same location to film the confessionals. I actually thought that they always just went to their homes and did it there. So I guess that makes more sense, actually. Way easier. It's all set up. And they just put the green screen in the back. Um, But Drew says that Ralph's lawyer went to the media. Now, that's fucking messy. And that also kind of, to me, explains then how, who else would have leaked the tie rumor? Like, if he has a a pattern of going to the media, then it sounds like he could very simply have done the same thing with this tie rumor. Like, that's dirty. So Drew's mom can't be there because her dad is now at the phase where he's not even eating or talking. And Sheree says that her dad passed two days yesterday or two days ago oh my god and the crazy thing is clearly no one knew that like her the whoever was with her i think it was her makeup artist or someone was kind of shocked or maybe they weren't shocked but you could tell she went through that whole day filming her confessional and didn't bring it up just got through it what a professional for once Okay, they, they show they show Drew walking in to start and she's already crying and she has to like turn around, deal with her makeup artist. And she's barely getting it together. And it really hurt. Like I actually felt for her. I didn't feel like this was all some big act, which is what Ralph is claiming it is. But then Ralph's confessional is I think this is the day after. So now they're going to have this kind of like split confessional thing, right? Drew says, you know, she... This is how, how did it happen? I always they have to ask that, right? But it's like, were you watching? But she says that she allowed him to have inappropriate relationships with women, Tampa. And I'm like, yes, honey, preach. But then Ralph opens with, this is his opener. I asked Drew for the divorce. <laughs> gotta get that in there. Gotta get that in there. We got into a big argument. And that's when I said, I wanted to file for divorce. Producer asks, what was the argument about? And Ralph goes, let me get my lawyer. Oh, it's like that. Okay. It's like that now. Fuck. All right. In Drew's filing, she cited infidelity, to which Ralph says, yeah, we're going to be responding to that in our pleading. Honey, they're, like, no one believes you went to Tampa and didn't have sex with someone. Okay? So, please. They take a break because Drew's like, oh, this is just too new. Can you please give me a minute? And then up on the screen, it reads 8 p.m. Mimi Faust posts a story suggesting her ex ties with Drew. Here's what I find really funny about the way they edited this. 
this was like gold for production. And they didn't need to make it like by this point, by the time we're watching it, like we know that that's what happened. But the way they're setting it up was like, I could tell they were so excited. They were like, and then we take a break. And then Mimi Faust story posts. Boom. And they're like, and you were filming the confessional. She was in the chair still filming. Like this was production's dream come true. But Courtney's trash ass confessional. She says she asked Ralph and he said it was no secret that she's bisexual. Well, it seems like it. It seems kind of like it is. It seems like that man got so fucking freaked out that she had a sex scene with a woman that he ran with this fucked up narrative. Honestly, the way he the way he acted about it, and I know people may say, well, maybe that's because he already knew she liked women, whatever. I do not believe for one second that if Drew liked women, he wasn't benefiting from that, like a threesome or something. I cannot imagine Ralph just being cool with it. And let, look, things are, weird stories may come out and I'll be like, remember when I made a fool of myself believing Drew in this case, but Ralph's stories just don't make sense. We've been following um, Drew now for a number of seasons and the only thing remotely close to her seeming bisexual was the dungeon with Bolo night. And everyone was acting like that. Honestly, everyone was acting like, like Cynthia, you know, like I don't want to hear it. I don't, I'm not going to feed into this narrative. I know it's more salacious too, but I'm just not. And so the way Courtney's just like, I know that Drew visits her in Texas, her stupid fucking mouth. Oh, I can't stand her. She goes, I know that Ralph feels pretty confident in his discovery. Uh, sure. I bet she does. I bet Drew's got all of it. The fact that you are believing Ralph is just wild to me. But then they, they, they cut seemingly and they put the camera up. So she's only in like part of the frame. And she goes, I have pictures on my phone, but I wasn't about to say that on camera. No wonder Drew was pushing for the adoption so that she could have her lesbian relationship and he would pay all the bills. Trash. Fuck you. Because that is so out of... I could have swore Ralph said he was going to adopt Josiah and then he decided not to and Josiah asked, is he still going to adopt me? And then... Ralph pulled out of it because he claimed that his birth father wants to be involved. Excuse me. Which does track, I guess, um, where it's like the birth father was like, I want to be involved. So why does she want you to adopt him? But if Josiah's father hasn't been in the picture this whole time, we saw the interaction between Josiah and his real dad. And it was very, it wasn't a dad and a son, you know, there's building that relationship. So it's not really tracking for me that he was like, I'm not going to adopt Josiah now because his real dad can pay for him, which kind of to me still sounds like shit. Like that still sounds shitty from him. You've been raising Josiah for however long you've been with Drew, formative years. You're writing a book about being a step parent and then you decide, oh, no, 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 no. She's just wanting my money for this kid. 
what? Where did you get that? That to me sounds ludicrous. Like what a long con of Drew's. Like I am just going to barely be with my husband. He's going to have inappropriate relations with his assistants and I'm not going to I'm not going to be able to have a problem with that. He's going to gaslight me and tell me I'm crazy for thinking how I think and blah blah blah. But really what's been happening is that Drew's been having all of these lesbian affairs. That sounds ext- Hey, look, weirder things have happened. I get it. Weirder fucking things have happened. So I did not leave that finale going, oh my God, uh, Drew's in so much trouble. She's about to get busted. I came out of it going, okay, well, I feel really bad for Drew and Ralph is trash and Courtney is trash. And I don't even want to feed into the Ty rumor because it seems like something he did to, maybe she was kind of flirting with Ty. And, you know, I don't know about you, but sometimes when you have one of those like kind of hot lesbians they know how they know what they're doing okay okay they know what they're doing and sometimes it's a little exciting and you flirt why was ralph so uh insecure about it (laughs) sounds like he gave her a lot more reasons to be insecure okay so i'm not gonna play this game all right now i want to talk a little bit about speak on it with uh courtney so in case you missed it the original uh, episode was deleted because they had to remove a, a, a part of it caused outrage. I did not hear it personally. I just read from different people what um what they said, which was that Courtney was basically saying something about Allison, Drew's sister's mental health, and like how dare you feed her alcohol and like send her to fight your battles or something like that. And Candy was laughing and it just seemed very insensitive. Um, Now I watched the one without that in it and I still felt like it was incredibly insensitive. I don't like Courtney though. So if you don't like Drew, this was the podcast or this was the YouTube episode for you of Speak On It because Candy doesn't like Drew either, clearly. And she's so pissed about... Drew not admitting um, to the kiss. So key takeaways. Courtney is not a blood cousin with Ralph. They're cousins in law. So already I'm like, she says they've built a very genuine relationship and that's special to her. Okay. Okay. Candy says she does try, in my opinion, to give it to Courtney a little bit. She doesn't mince words. She says, you know, if I would feel a type of way with Ralph defending you over me if I was his wife. And she goes, I totally agree with you in most relationships, but we all know that their relationship is not traditional. So, oh, do we all know that? Why do we know that? And don't say it shady like that. Not traditional can mean a lot of different things. What the fuck are you saying? Courtney, say it. But she's always like taunting things. Like we all know. She's just, oh, she's so smug. But Ralph warned Courtney that Drew lies a lot, but says, give her a fair shot, but just know that she lies. That's not giving anyone a fair shot. That's actually setting them, setting you up so that if they do say something that contradicts what you say to them, they can be like, what did I tell you? She lies. (laughs) hello 
That's all that that's all that did. Because he's like, okay, you're going to be hanging out with her in that group. I'm not going to be there to control the conversation. So just know, I want you to give her a fair shot. But she does lie. Okay. Okay, Ralph. All right. Candy points out that it's uh, kind of shitty that he would supply Courtney with things that he could use, that she could use against her on camera. And Courtney didn't expect that because it is shitty. You don't have your wife's back. If you are, if you're telling Courtney things and you know she's going to be filming, it's possible that what you've told her is she's going to, she's going to fucking say it on camera. Courtney goes, I know I would never. Oh, I would never. No, I never said anything Ralph wasn't okay with. And there's a lot of stuff I could say. Courtney goes, Drew had me fooled. How? Candy goes, I think Drew's a great actress. And then Courtney is like, is that what we're going to call it? Or just a compulsive liar? Maybe she's both. And Candy's like, mm, I didn't say it. Mm. And look, I get it. She is a liar. But the only thing Candy could really be like mad about would be the kissing thing because she's calling Candy a liar to save herself. And um, yeah, okay, fine. I give you that, Candy. Candy goes, we're going to be rolling clips of these lies that Drew says. And they real quick cut in Drew at the Bolo reunion that season saying, I've kissed a girl before. Mm, bummer. Because then they show her also saying, I've never kissed a woman. Never. Damning. Damning stuff. But she also wasn't about to be getting a divorce from a big fucking asshole. So I cut her some slack, you know. Where am I? My notes are chaotic because I was so heated watching this that I have things in capitals that are just my opinions and I'm not sure what I'm supposed to read out loud. Oh, because <laughs> I am scared I will say something that's written on here that's like, oh, too harsh. Chill out, Emily. Relax. Candy brings up the bitch tape, and uh, but she calls it the Portland tape, by the way. And I was like, what? Portugal. Courtney claims that she was imitating Drew when she was talking about LaToya. And I'm like, okay. It also isn't like, it's not the worst thing, but it's just, Courtney, you're not about to fuck with Courtney if you're Drew. Like, that was all Monietta really should have been saying. But Courtney's like, I didn't say bitch, but I totally talked all the other shit. Candy reminds us that Drew swore on her kids that she didn't kiss LaToya. That's not great. I mean, it's not the first time people have done that to try to save their ass on camera. See, I, I'm having the hardest time just jumping on the I hate Drew thing when Candy knows she's divorcing Ralph. Ralph! Assistant with the massage, Ralph. What's the big deal, Ralph? Tampa, Ralph. Like, how are you that mad at Drew that you're turning on her so much? It's disappointing for me from Candy. Candy says that the full tape Marlo has was even more damning because Drew was talking all types of shit about LaToya, which I can believe, honestly. Candy defends herself against people saying that she's, quote, outing Drew because Drew said she kissed a girl before at the reunion. And that's actually fair at first, at first, but now a divorce is happening and maybe there's other reasons. Actually, no, that's fine. I can understand Candy not getting over it because Drew is being a jerk about it 
and being like candy coated lies, like that whole very dismissive, very Ralph. It's very Ralph to Drew, which she she's this is a million we've seen it a million times where she gaslights the people that are talking to her so that it makes you like, who's the problem here? But it is Ralph, and he, you know, she, I I don't know what she was like before this, so or before Ralph rather. So I don't know if this is totally her thing, is what drew them to each other. But I doubt it. I feel like Ralph seems like a total love bomber, and is like all about you. And then he then he turns on you. That's that's the vibe I get from Ralph. When it comes to the chef and the one thousand dollars that they didn't pay, Courtney says Ralph said I told my wife to pay her. What? Because he told a whole different story to the guys. He like can't, are you not listening, Courtney? He told, it was on camera, a story to the men that was not, I told my wife to pay her. It was that you've paid her, but she's not going away. Right? Am I remembering that wrong? Like, I don't remember exactly what the clip was, but I just, I know that he, that isn't how he presented it. Like, I told her to pay, she won't pay. Candy says that Drew would defend Courtney. When she would come up in there, you know, they had those two alliances. It was like, she definitely would have your back. But it seemed like you weren't doing the same for Drew in your little alliance. And Courtney says, no, I told them, I told them, like, give her a chance, guys. Give her a chance. They had already known her for years. What are you talking about? You what? I just know you didn't say that. That only applies if they were coming into the group. And you were letting them know, give her a chance. It doesn't apply in your... You don't get to say it, okay? No. Why would you have told them? They would be telling you, give her a chance. Come on. Give her a chance. You had no interest in being friends with Drew. Period. Okay, little quick. Candy brings up Martel not paying for Sheree's party. And Courtney does say that uh, he was joking about the cash app, which also is like, what? that's a dumb joke because he was only going to be paying for himself. Um, But her friend, Stan, Sheree's friend Stan, was going to be the one paying for it or something. So whoever spread the whole Martel rumor not paying whatever, they were just being shady. They were truly just being shady because if he was just kidding and there wasn't even a, like if someone totally paid the bill, then it wasn't a thing. But I'm sure, I'm sure it was noted that he didn't pay the bill. How about that? Like, regardless, you didn't pay the bill and it just would have been a cool gesture if you would have. But Martel, we'll get into him. We will get into him when we talked about the reunion. Oh, we will. Okay. They reference at one point. Allison and her like how they have that little moment in the reunion trailer where they're getting into it and Courtney goes they pumped someone pumped her with tequila and sent her over to start shit oh really they went do shot after shot after shot now go go cause some drama these shit the, this is a toxic set you got Kenya feuding with Eric Fuller uh, and him seemingly not liking her very much either. And then you've got all these messy ass hangers on in their rooms being like, I'm about to go tell the other side what you're doing. It's just, it's shady. No loyalty whatsoever. No one is to be trusted at all on that set or anywhere on that production. Nothing. They are not getting along right now. 
Courtney fucking says, I've been a better friend to Ralph in these last six months than Drew has been a wife in eight years. I would never do the things that she's done to him. And I'm like, okay, what? Make him seem like a horrible narcissistic husband when she's just playing this whole victim role. She's trying to intentionally, intentionally, intentionally create these storylines that make him look horrible. This sounds like it's just coming right from Ralph's mouth. Are you insane? That sounds like exactly what a narcissist would say. I don't, if anything, Drew probably kind of covers for you a little bit, Ralph. She didn't invent you going to Tampa. She didn't invent all the shit that comes out of your mouth about not adopting Josiah. Like, you do that. But Courtney is believing it. And Marlo and Sheree are equally shitty when it comes to like, oh, you don't have a man. You don't have a man, blah, blah, blah. And so they're fucking piling onto it. Like, oh, I bet. Yeah, I've always liked Ralph. I've always thought Ralph was great. Why? Because you hate Drew and want her to suffer and that's what Ralph does is like treat her like shit? Because that's all it feels like. Courtney says that as soon as she met him, she knew he was ready to get divorced. Huh. That's an interesting thing to say, cousin. Pretty self-explanatory to me that he pretty much right away said, I'm done. Like, I'm not. Like, no desire to really be with her anymore. And she's like, got it. (laughs) Courtney keeps hitting her damn microphone in this thing, though. So I I honestly couldn't watch. I could barely get through it. Like, it was torture. She keeps hitting her microphone. So you keep hearing that. Like, it's an awful sound. But no one's stopping her. And then she, because she keeps moving her hand and doing that, she just pushes it out of the way. And then does the rest of the interview far away from the microphone, and I can barely hear her. Like, I'm not kidding, barely hear her. Then, here's Candy at a normal level, right on the front. But then, anytime, no one was correcting her. There was no one, there was no one producing this show, clearly. Because then she would talk, and it would be like this. In my Courtney impression, I ended up hitting the camera, (laughs) knocking it off, so I had to start a whole new recording. But it was driving me crazy. Someone tell Courtney to fix her damn microphone. I couldn't hear her. I could barely hear her. Does she not know how a microphone works? Candy presents the theory that maybe Drew had a problem with how close Courtney was with Ralph. And, you know, he was clearly telling her things. Courtney goes, but we were cool. I had nothing against her. I think she's a fun girl. That's kind of gross to say that. That's kind of, I don't know why that, I don't, it just struck me as gross to say. Courtney stands on her karma statement too when Kenya slipped. She's like, it's not that deep to me. Well, okay. Candy describes the divorce confessionals as Drew acting dramatic and sad. That really disappointed me. Why? Candy doesn't like the way Drew said that she met on Ty on Can- I met Ty on Candy's movie, which I already talked about that it made her mad. But why were you looking at Drew's tears as her acting? She's going through a divorce. You've really turned on her. 
really bad. I mean, although, you know what, maybe Candy's super hyper paranoid about these sorts of things because of what happened with Phaedra and Portia. Maybe like anything that comes to like sex stuff, sex scandals or whatever, like she doesn't want. Maybe that's where like her major defense comes in. Like maybe that's where Candy's experiencing, which is not again. No, we're not going to fucking play. Put me in one of these scandals. Maybe that's what it is, because otherwise I'm just really bummed and disappointed in Candy, you know? Also, she Candy adds in that Drew had apparently told one of Candy's other friends that Ty was her girl crush, and then the next day, Ty shows up to set. It That could be nothing. That could be something. I just don't like to indulge Drew, uh, Ralph's bullshit, which is what this is, in my opinion. And they're all feeding into it. Okay, the reunion. Let's get into the reunion. Um, I would. I thought it was a good part one. I was pretty shocked. I did not anticipate liking it as much as I did. Okay, so Andy starts it out. He says, repeat after me. I am loving awareness. Which as cheesy as it is, I kind of love that. I think I should try to mantra that into my life a little bit. He intros Sheree. By saying, you look refreshed. What work have you had done? Sheree says that she was having a horrible time breathing. So I'm like, okay. I just think people should admit they have nose jobs. I also don't think Andy needs to be saying this anymore. I don't think he needs, it's a, it's, he just always does it. And I think he thinks that some people like it, but it's, it's old and dated now. Like, yes, her appearance looks different. Do we really need to ask her to tell us what it was? But if it was any of the other cast members, they would, like, if if he was saying that to Drew, Sheree would be all over it. So, and I think she, I think Sheree even knows that. She's like, eh, fair. Marlo admits that she's on Ozempic or shots of what, some semaglutide of some kind. So, hey, Sheree's package, nobody's going to check this glamour. Uh, it's a, whatever. But Sheree claims her kids didn't tell her about Bob's other daughter because, quote, they knew I wouldn't give a shit. And that's when I said, oh, Kendrick's right. She's lying. <laughs> She's fully fucking lying about this. Cool. Got it. Andy brings up Candy saying Sheree was looking like Drew. So they show Drew, they show Sheree the picture and Sheree has a really good comeback. She says, well, that's a really bad picture of me. So if you think that I look like you, then... That's on you. Then, then he asks about Martel and she says that she's distanced herself from Martel because of all the noise. I really like him a lot, but I like me more. Okay. Well, let's talk about what's going on with Mr. Martel. Because you heard Kenya say, what about the revenge porn? So I... I went and looked up what's happening. And if Kendrick was here, he would have been able to tell us. And he maybe he has talked. No, I don't remember. So revenge porn plot plays out on social media. Melody reportedly contacts Lisa Bloom. And I'll get into all this. Okay, here we go. Everyone can agree that any woman that decides to pursue a serious relationship with Martel is putting her mental health at risk. The man's picture should be next to the word infidelity in the dictionary. Melody left Martel after his many, many infidelities. 
after a brief reconciliation, it was discovered that he had impregnated his mistress, Ariane, Ariane Curry. In 2020, Mel was done and officially filed for divorce. Fast forward to 2023, and the two are in the midst of a hostile custody battle. Rumors began swirling that Martel was threatening to release a sex tape they made while they were still married. Needless to say, as the pathological liar he is, he denied that these threats ever happened. But he also confirmed that they in fact did happen and says he sent a screenshot of the tape to Melody in an attempt to stop her from discussing him on social media. He promises he didn't threaten to release the footage, but that the footage does exist and he did say via text that he would release it if she didn't stop what she was doing in their custody battle. What he did not share is the fact that he gave the footage to his girlfriend, Ariane, Ariane, in a recorded audio clip. Ariane admits that Martel asked her to release a video of Melody performing a sexual act online. Ariane goes on to say that she refused to do it and that when she tried to warn Melody, she was verbally attacked. That's Martel. Okay, that is who... Sheree wanted us to believe she was dating and be associated with. Come on. Like, come on. Okay, so Kenya bringing up the DM at the party with like the the 20s party or whatever, that gets brought up because it's like, you know, why bring it up there? Like, why, whatever. Andy points out, though, the whole the thing that I took away from this little section is Andy points out um, that Sheree has said so many times that Kenya doesn't have a man. That's like her go-to thing, which, of course, Sheree immediately skirts out of and she's like, well, she said uh, she didn't have a man to bring. So, you know, bring a man. It's like, yeah, but you put the compilation together of her t- talking about it in every single confessional. It's her only insult against Kenya. Andy asks, though, if Kenya's divorce is finalized. And it's not. It is not, because he's trying to find her in contempt. One, because he claims she was keeping him from his child. And two, because of Marlo kicking the door and putting Brooklyn, essentially, in a dangerous situation. But look, she did. Marlo did. Marlo was acting trash. But Marlo goes, I, I'm so, yes, I'm very sorry about that. And I apologized, Brooklyn, for putting her in the middle of that. And Kenya's like, no, I'm not having that. You could have called me and you could have said, oh, my God, I saw that Mark is mad because Kenya's like, we all saw the blogs. You could have contacted me and said, fuck, do you need my help with this? I don't know. Something. But you didn't. So this subpoena is a subpoena to appear in court. I don't want to go to jail so you can go there and speak your piece. So they cliffhang it because Andy's like, this is, this, this, this is, this is, and Kenya goes, it's a subpoena. Yeah. He goes, it's blank. I had to pause. I had to put my hands over my mouth like, oh my God. No. Oh, it's so embarrassing. It was so embarrassing. It was so embarrassing. Oh, 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 I printed the wrong one. (laughs) Oh, no. Why are you printing it? What do you mean they print? Who prints the wrong one? Shouldn't it be stamped or something? Something real official? I don't know. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then, of course, people online are like, this isn't a subpoena. 
people who know, they're like, it should be stamped by this person, signed by them, whatever. I can't speak on it. I don't know. I'm not smart like that. But Kenya's like, oh, but you will be asked to appear in court. Oh, you sure will. Oh, I would drop it now. I would drop it. It didn't land. You failed. Oh, no. He, you will be a witness or otherwise you will be held in contempt and go back to jail. Marla's like, okay, yeah, sure. And then Kenya's like, what about you texting and calling Mark two years ago? And that's a lie. We found his phone. We found you and his phone records. And he told me you called him to dig up dirt on me. Trash behavior. Trash. Then she gets upset when people come at her, Marlo. That's dirty. That's some dirty shit to do. So. I also, why else would she call? Why, why would she call other than to do that? You know what I mean? Like, what else would be the reason to call, right? Andy asked Sheree about her birthday and who paid and all that. Guys, Andy was not here for Sheree. Okay? She goes, okay, look. If I have a birthday and I invite my friends, he was an, he was an invited guest. So if I invite you... And then Andy finishes it and goes, you'll pay. And she goes, me? And he's like, I'm sorry. I just assumed that's how you were finishing that sentence. I just assumed that that's where you were going with that. But no, in fact, you invite people to your party and expect them to pay. Cool. Got it. Cool. Then Andy goes, I'm sorry. Look, I get it. But you have a very interesting relationship with bills. Sheree was gagged. She was gobsmacked. She was speechless. She had no speech in her in her whole body. She literally goes to the stupidest of insults. No one has ever taken me to court and said I have not paid their bills. Uh, or tried to... She, like, invents this out of nowhere. Or tried to sue me for... Stealing an idea. Hey, Johnny, are you seriously calling in Johnny, the bogus, em scorned employee who hired Phaedra when Phaedra was just trying to do anything she could to get dirt on candy? Okay. R reaching is an understatement. Okay? Candy fires back that she doesn't even have fashions on her website. And Sheree, why are you so bothered by She by Sheree? Nice try. That's very Sheree. She likes to go there. They go back and forth. And Sheree is calling out Candy's restaurants, having greasy floors and raw chicken. And Candy says, you need to worry about all the new face stuff you've got going on. And then Sheree stands up. And Andy goes, as she goes, she goes to stand up. He goes, oh, like, he's like, what's this going to be? And she goes, bitch, you could never. Oh, this what was this she looks great like candy looks incredible like what are you talking about candy does mess up her line she wanted to say you always say squats not shots but instead she's like you always say shots not shots whatever well you put all the shots in your face then Sheree goes to get closer and now andy is like okay well hold on hold on but then he realizes that Sheree starts to say, she's like, I actually, I got some removed. I got, I got some, some of the, some of the removed and okay. And Candy goes, yes, you look much better. <laughs> she goes, after you were on the TV swelled up and saw you was looking crazy. 
It's so shitty. Like, it's so shitty. But Sheree's always coming for candy about shit that doesn't work. Candy wouldn't come for your businesses. She probably forgets that you even have them. But you always come for her, so she retaliates. <laughs> so stupid. And well, look at me now, bitch. Big face, small face. You can't sit with me, honey. Candy, you are a low-down, dirty, nothing-ass bitch, which is officially the best insult I've ever heard in my life. I am going to just send that to someone if they piss me off, okay? That's all I have to say to them. You are a low-down, dirty, nothing-ass bitch. It really covers the gamut. It gets you all the places you need it to go. But then Andy goes, okay, what is big face, little face? <laughs> what? What are, because what a thing to say. And then she goes, oh, because of, you know, my face was swollen. Mm, it You can admit it didn't work. But then she busts out she news. And Drew goes, not pamphlets. P-A-N as in Nancy, T as in Tom, H-lets. Pamphlets. Not pamphlets. Not pamphlets. Andy bangs the gong trying to get Candy and Sheree to shut up, but they're not stopping. And as he bangs the gong and it kind of settles, you hear Candy go, you're talking about a store that's been around for 14 years, which I like, I get Candy's frustration. I get why it's hard for her to stop because it is so infuriating that that Sheree tries to come for her business. She tried to say that she sold something that was $9.95 for this amount. And Candy's like, I don't claim to have original fashions. It's a boutique, a resale boutique. Like, what are you talking about? That if you want wholesale, you buy wholesale. We sell it. That's how retail works. Okay? You were claiming that you had She by Sheree design. You had a whole fashion show. None of it was from the show. Okay? Kenya goes, wait, I'm not in this newspaper. And she and she goes, uh, Sheree, why didn't you put me on the cover? Sheree goes, uh, because I couldn't find a good picture of you. <laughs> then she claims, she's like, no, 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 I meant like I couldn't pick. I couldn't pick from all of the amazing pictures of you. <laughs> the first six pages are dedicated to taking down Candy's restaurants. And the last two are about tags, her store. Listen. Listen. Why did you spend the time to type all this up and gather all this information? This is embarrassing, Sheree. You spent all this time to... Why? Ew. Like, that's a lot of work that you could have been putting into your business, okay? That's why it's so ridiculous when she goes, worry about your own businesses. Candy's like, I do. <laughs> what? I have a ton of them, and I constantly worry about them. Sheree gives Drew a bag, I guess, but it has the and scene in there. She was just, Sheree was doing a lot. She had so many props. She had the newsletter. She had the bag with the thing. She had too much going on. She kept standing up. It just felt very desperate, like, please don't fire me. Please don't demote me. You know, it's kind of like how... Erica used to be on Beverly Hills when she wouldn't give you shit all season. And then you get to the reunion and they're like, oh, I'm ready to go. I'm ready. It's like, yeah, okay. You can't just show up for one day of work. You know, you got to do the whole season too. Drew's package. Andy asks what she meant by only lifetime movies. And 
Candy's acting like she's so offended, but I didn't realize that Drew took less than her normal rate to do the show. Like it passed by her agent's desk and he turned it down because it was so, the rate was so low. Like that's a scale. Like when everyone's like, oh, okay. Like, okay, you did only did it for this much money. She's like this. Why are you not acknowledging that I took less than scale? It is from my union. They decide this is your base rate. And I think the base rate, we could look it up. I feel like it's whatever. But regardless, she's like, that's what I'm talking the fact that they were looking to get Drew for cheaper than she even wanted is kind of gross to me. You know, like, oh, why would you? All right. Pay the people, pay them their minimum, at least. But then Todd called and Drew's like, well, it's for the bigger picture. You know, yeah, I can see why or something. It's like, okay. So I think it's a little bullshit that Candy's acting like not really grateful for that because Candy of all people knows her worth and knows what she needs to make and would never take less than her bottom line you know so that's a little lame I'm not surprised though Todd is so cheap and like loves to Mickey Mouse things Andy asked Candy if it upset her to see Drew say that the kissing rumor was all just like a way to promote the movie (sighs) this part was tough Drew just speaks over Candy as Candy explains herself. And then when Candy says, the movie didn't even exist then. Like, for you to be saying that the whole LaToya thing back then was even... No, nothing existed then. Then they do a split screen at one point. Because Drew's trying to do... I don't know. It's a very weird tactic. She does this a few times with these weird tactics. She's trying to be like, why are we... Why are we even talking about this? What are we... But she's doing like this robot. She's like, what are we, what, what is this? What are we even, what are we even doing? Can't, like, okay, Drew, it's getting, getting desperate. This is what it's hard to, it's hard to have your back. And Candy's like, you need to stop lying. And Drew, when she says that was candy coated lies, I got pissed. Don't do that. Don't fucking do that. Don't take your friend down. Because she's not lying for you. You know, there's ways to skirt around this without pissing everybody off. Because then Drew goes into a Ralph-level gaslighting moment. A lot of people are afraid of the Queen Candy Burris because she has 10 million followers. People have told me, just go with it. Just go with it. Now you're just parroting what you're trying to, you're trying to get Sheree and Marlo on your side because they've said that about Candy. So now you're real quick trying to like pull them in and give them their narrative so they could be like, that's right, that's right. Candy then asks Marlo to back her up and Marlo basically can't. She drops it down to 80%. And Drew then, Drew keeps repeating, where was the lie though? Because everyone's like, you do lie a lot. Where? Where was the lie? Where was the lie? Another thing that she does that's super annoying is she talks over you completely the whole time. So you can't say anything, which is just like Ralph. Candy says that now she thinks that Drew has been gaslighting Ralph based on the way she lies. (sighs) Sonia chimes in and says, yeah, Drew, you lied on me last year. She does. She absolutely does. But please don't be on Ralph's side. Ralph is on a victim here. Okay? Ralph sucks. You can not like both of them. How about that? But don't don't be all like, Ralph's a good guy, actually. Apparently, he's just been misunderstood. No, we have eyes. We can see. 
Andy goes to a question, uh, Drew, how is your song doing? And Drew goes, hold on, let me just, I just want to make sure we're good. <laughs> it's so confused. Andy goes, good? You are not, go- you're definitely not good. He's, she's now on Ralph's side. Okay, that's how not good you are. All right? I just want to know, where did I lie? Other than the, how much weight I lost. Cue the compilation. Where was the compilation? Put it together of her of her telling untruths. Because she does. She lies a lot. Remember uh, Drop It With Drew, the website? Oh, it crashed. Yeah, it crashed. That's right. We're having issues with it. Mm-hmm. Your question for Marlo. Do you think it's nice to attack women's bodies? Not everyone can afford to fix theirs like you can, which was a read if I had ever heard one. Marlo goes, I mean, I've just had lipo three times. Three? For some reason, Drew starts doing this weird persona thing. She's like, you're very insulting. You're out of touch. You're touchless. No penetration. You're very surface. It's giving cheap. What? (laughs) What is this? Marlo says, yeah, LaToya says you like a lot of touching. LaToya says that you kiss girls and then deny it. You like to tongue kiss girls and then you're ashamed to admit it. God. Marlo always picks whatever the easiest one is. Even if she's just apologized for something, like I know this isn't an example of that, but even if she's just apologized for something, she will then use that same exact insult that she just admitted that she actually didn't mean. Sorry about that. And she uses it all over again. Meanwhile, Drew's like, you're, it's, you're so giving obsessed. I don't get it. The women say they think Ralph and Drew will work out at one point. Oh, yeah, I think they'll work out. What is wrong with you people? Marlo then goes, yeah, when he reached out to me, I told him, you guys will work it out. I hope you guys work it out. What was that? Just a way to let her know that Ralph's contacting you and you're talking to Ralph behind her. Okay. She, she gets it. All of you like Ralph now. Except for Kenya. Kenya is being... Kenya is good. And Monietta, because then Monietta and Courtney join. Courtney's hair is awful. It makes no sense with this outfit. A half up, half down, part in the middle, little things. It looks so bad. And unfortunately, nothing on Monietta is working for me. I'm very confused by the whole thing. But as Courtney starts talking, Drew and Courtney go back and forth. And then Drew goes, oh, uh, okay, uh, you're coming in hot. Here you go. And throws a plum. But Marla goes, don't you be throwing here, throwing things over here on my dress. <laughs> Which I was scared. Marla was going to kill her. But a plum? Instead of a peach? You could, don't do it unless you're going to get the peach. Don't do it with the plum. A different fruit doesn't work. It doesn't really work, period. Okay. And then Courtney goes, you and your corny ass props. Ma'am, Sheree just handed out a newsletter, okay? It's a thing. Marlo's package, though, is such favoritism. It is so light and, and cute and barely shows any of the bad shit Marlo says. It's pretty wild. It's pretty, uh, I don't understand why the network is protecting her so much. Um... But anyway, Courtney is still repping Marlo to get her record expunged, and Marlo throws in, Phaedra is helping as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Viewer question comes in for Kenya. How come it's not okay for Sheree's man to DM you, but it's okay that Roy slid into Marlo's DMs? Kenya tries to say that it wasn't a DM. 
it was a comment on a live that goes to your DMs. Oh, no, they don't. No, they don't. They don't. That's not how that works. They don't. That's not what happens. Um, and then Kenya or Candy comes in and says, I think she's talking about mentions. I'm like, okay, a little kind of, sure. Andy is like, come on. It had to have bothered you that she went on a date with him. And Kenya, clearly it does kind of bother her, but she, instead she has to go so low. And she says she did not think it was a date because her dates end with money being left on the dresser. <sighs> I get it. Talk about someone's child. Get in the way of someone's child. You're going to just be mad. And so I'm not going to get into my thoughts on that because I can't, I can't even figure out who's, where it starts, where it ends anymore. But I know that Kenya doesn't really go looking for stuff on Marlo as where it seems like Marlo has done that. Andy, again, guys with Kenya, he asks, where's Roy? Did he not want to film? And Kenya thinks she does something here. She's like, well, in the, in the commercial, uh, she said something like he popped her cherry and it really just disgusted him. Andy goes, okay, what if it was in a commercial, then we'd already wrapped. It was in the super tease. Okay, got it. But we'd already wrapped. That's the only time any commercial comes out for a show. We've long wrapped. And she goes, he had heard about what we talked about too. And then when the super tease came out, it was a really big turnoff because you're a businessman and to sit there and have someone kind of, and Andy goes, no, 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 no. I get it. I understand. I'm just saying he never came around when filming. I don't need any more information. You just embarrass yourself again. Okay. This is like the blank subpoena. Because once again, I'm going, oh my God, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you lying? It's so stupid. Something tells me that he honestly just didn't want to be on camera. Who fucking cares? I don't need to blame it on Marlo. Sheree has a bone collector package. And then they go through a series of Monietta Courtney things I just didn't really care about. Blah, 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 blah. Neither did Andy. And then they bring up the, the Portugal video. And Andy asks why it was such a big deal for Marlo to record when you're filming a reality show. Uh, it, it was that she sent it to the person who wasn't there, not production. That's kind of obvious. We know that's what it was. She didn't send it to... I don't think I... I'm going to lose brain cells explaining it. It's so clear, you know? Andy asked Monietta about her statement that Drew said Ty was her crush. And Monietta goes, I, yes, but I contacted Drew and Drew said something that made sense. Huh? Girl, do better than that or just don't do it at all. And Drew's like, well, we were just joking and I was on set about, on a movie about a lesbian lover. It was just a joke. Andy asks Courtney, it seemed like you and Ralph talked a lot about the affair before it hit the blogs. What did he tell you? I would like to, uh-huh, yes, they sure did. And Courtney goes, I just know that he was really hurt by it, by the lying and how she was projecting on him exactly what he, what she was doing. Mm-hmm. Drew says that Courtney has been getting coached by him the whole season, and it is evident, Okay. And then, but then Drew has to take it to a place because it is serious when she does the, and don't you ever speak on my son. 
unfortunately, both Marlo and Courtney are like, ooh, because Courtney's like, or what are you going to do? Or what are you going to do? And Drew keeps saying that she will never speak on her son, and fucking Courtney goes, oh, wah, wah. Excuse me? Wah, wah. She does that, literally does that. That is fucked up. Okay, this woman's going through a divorce publicly, okay? God. And Courtney goes, I didn't say anything about your son. And finally, Andy goes, no, you did. You did. And Drew's like, you didn't know the cameras were rolling. And she goes, oh, uh, I knew the cameras were rolling. I said it a few times. Oh, huh. No, you didn't. Mm-mm, not cool. Not fucking cool. And I don't know even how I'm going to handle Ralph being out there on that stage. I don't like it. I don't want him out there on that stage. But I know we need to hear from him. But he's going to treat her like shit. You know? And everyone and people who hate Drew, because it's kind of easy to hate Drew, are going to be like, hmm, I'm on Ralph's side. And I just feel really bad for her. I don't know if you guys saw, but Kenya and Drew, I mean, and Candy both got tweets from Drew saying like, one for Kenya, I'm sorry for insulting your acting career. And another one for Candy saying, I really don't want this to get in between us. I really want us to be cool. Um, I, I They need to talk. I don't want Candy on Ralph's side. I don't want that. I don't want Todd and Candy being like, Ralph's coming over and we're going to have dinner with Ralph and his new girlfriend. Absolutely fucking not. Okay? No. Get him away from all of us after this is over. Okay, wow. I chatted my face off. I, I think I'm going to do Roni as a separate episode because I think I want to just get this episode out. I also have to do Salt Lake City. Um, I may also, you know what I'm going to do instead, guys? This one I'm going to do instead. Next week, Kendrick and I will cover the main points from Roni. From last week with the wreath fight, um, and then this past week with the Anguilla trip starting, and then we'll, so we'll just combine, we'll just do a big supersize of, of um, Roni next week. Because tonight, it's Tuesday, I'm recording this, is Salt Lake City. And I, I need to, I need to focus on Salt Lake City. I'm not excited. Like it, like, I can't explain my feelings about Salt Lake City. The only thing I do enjoy the most about over any other show I cover is the voices on Salt Lake City are so silly. And I don't mean to do impersonations. It just happens. Like I can't help it when I'm talking about the way things that they say. I just kind of go into it. Between Meredith, Lisa Barlow, and Whitney Rose. I mean, come on now. So I love recapping Salt Lake City. So I will definitely be recapping Salt Lake City, obviously. Um, so that hopefully I will get recorded tomorrow. I'm playing a little bit of catch up. I'm trying not to catch up on too much and just say last week was last week. Forget about it. But I did procrastinate a couple things that need to be done. So Roni, we'll just do next week. Supersize, fun Roni conversation with Kendrick. Okay. All right, guys. It's good to be back. Love you. Mean it. And I will see you soon. Bye.
I hope you guys enjoyed the show. If you did, would you mind leaving me a five-star rating and review on whatever platform you are listening? If you're watching on YouTube, don't forget there's the super thanks option down at the bottom, the little button with the dollar sign and the heart. And also I'm on buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks bravo if you want to buy me a little coffee or two or five. And my Patreon, that is where I'm covering all of the classic Bravo jams. If you want to follow me over there and subscribe, link is in the description. And follow me on Instagram and TikTok at She Speaks Bravo. And whoever the guest was for today, all their information is always in the episode description. So if you want to follow them and check them out, check there for the info. And any of the sponsor codes that I mentioned in this episode will also be in the description. I love you guys. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And I'll see you next time. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.